listening to It Matters with Kelly Kors on AM 1240 and 95.3 FM WJON. It is 11.15. Thanks for joining us. And it's time for Budgeting Basics. Kelly Showstrom is here. She has a website, kellyshowstrom.com. Kelly and I met a few years ago uh, when I was going, gosh, what do I do with debt? I'm so tired of it. I don't want this anymore. And I happened to read a story about her and how she was able to overcome her debt by doing just a few things. And now she has become somebody that really helps a lot of other people and does this uh, all the time. This is what she does. She helps people figure out ways to get out of debt, get control of their money. And we talk about lots of different topics when she's on the show. So today, Kelly's joining me and we're talking about the four steps that she uses to help her clients prioritize where to begin with finances. Kelly, thank you for being here once again. We always love having you. Hello, Kelly. Thanks for having me. A pleasure to be here. Yeah, the finances, you know, I wish we could say that playing around with finances is fun. Um, It can be if you're making a lot of money and you've always been really good with it, but sometimes life happens, throws you in a whirlwind and all of a sudden there's medical bills or someone loses a job and everything that was all going great and wonderful all of a sudden can be turned upside down and you just don't even know where to pick up and start again. Exactly, Kelly. And finances are a lot more stressful in this beginning stage where we talk about every single week of trying to get ahead, trying to build our savings, trying to get on a budget or a spending plan of some sort. And then once you get to pass that phase and you actually have um, a big savings for three to six months for your emergency fund and you're spending less than you make and you don't have any debt, finances are a lot more enjoyable. And so I want people to think that if you're stressed out by your finances, if it's causing you um, you know, if there's irritation in your relationship because of finances, if you're just struggling and it keeps you up at night, it's because something needs to be fixed. And so there's a sign there, right? And so today I wanted to just talk about what do I even do? Um, how do I, Kelly as a coach, how do I help people that come to me that just need help? Because people often don't come to me with one very specific thing that they want to solve. Um, if that were the case, they would just solve it on their own, I would think. They come to me with just this overwhelming confusion. Um, They're trying to break through the noise. There's so much going on. They don't even know where to focus. They don't know where to begin. Um, And they just have thoughts around, I'll never be able to pay off my debt or I don't make enough money. And so it's these large overarching themes. um, And I want to be able to give the listeners today a few different tips and tactics to be able to break through all that noise and to figure out, okay, exactly what do I need to start doing to reduce some of the stress in my life? Yeah. And the starting point is it like when you're ready to start, oh, let's take a deep breath. Just put it all down. In most cases, there is a way out of the debt. So let's just take a look at this plan here. What do you got for us? All right. So the first thing you want to do is you just want to assess what is actually stressing you out. So what is keeping you up at night? What is causing you to fight with your partner? What is keeping you frantically looking at your bank account? And write down all of those things. And you don't want to, um, you want to dig a little bit deep here and you want to figure out what the stressor actually is. And so is it that you don't have enough money at the end of the month? Um, So your checking account, you're just like barely surviving before you get your next paycheck, right? Do you just have too many bills? You feel like you're constantly paying things and you don't even know what's going out and what's coming in anymore. And there's just too much clutter, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe you have debt that's piling up. And so every month you get that credit card invoice and it's a little bit higher every single month and you don't seem to be making a dent on it, but you definitely keep adding to the balance. So maybe your credit card is um, debt is stressing you out. 
or maybe you just don't have a savings. And so you're worried about, oh my gosh, if anything pops up, it goes also on the credit card and I don't have any cash in the bank to cover anything. And, you know, God forbid someone loses a job. And so that, that lack of savings is stressing you out. And so it might be all of the above, right? But I want you to go ahead and dig deep, maybe during a bath or have a drink with your partner or do something relaxing and just think about what are all the specific ways that are stressing me out with my money? Because we want to go ahead and dial in on one of those and we want to try to reverse it and uh, make it a little less stressful in your life. Okay. All right. So after we assess what are all the stressors in our life, what specifically is causing me stress each month, we want to go ahead and we're going to choose one thing, Kelly. We're going to focus on just one thing at a time because when we spread all of our energy out across the board, it's really hard to make some traction. So by choosing one thing, you'll be able to actually make a little bit of progress in that area. You'll reduce some of your stress and you'll have a little bit more capacity mentally to focus on other areas. And so I'm going to say for this example that I'm just going to say, um, there's no savings and for every emergency that gets added right to our, our list of things to do, it just gets added to the credit card. And it's really stressful because I just wish I had some cash sometimes for if the cat needed to go to the vet or I needed new tires or whatever happens. So we're going to say no savings for this example. So that's okay. going to be step two. That's going to be the item that we're going to be focusing on. Step three has a couple of different parts. And Kelly, we talk about this every single week, but we're going to assess our income and also our expenses. And so what I mean by that is after we figure out what is this one stressor, we're going to write down on a spreadsheet, on a notebook, whatever you want to do, how much money do you actually have coming inside of the house? This will give us some data to figure out, okay, where is our money going? So once we know what income is coming into the house, and we're going to include any um, W-2, any 1099s of our contractor, um, any tip money that we have coming in, take a really good estimate on average of how much money we actually coming in from all areas of the house. And okay. then we're going to, uh, we're going to compare that to our expenses. So this is where the 90 day expense tracker comes in. Kelly, I know you filled it out before it's free on my website at kellyshowstream.com, but you're going to want to fill it out to see how, where is all of your money going right now? And so mm -hmm. when you look at this, you can see I'm spending X amount of money on groceries and this is how much money I'm spending on gas per month for the vehicles. And this is how much all of our utility bills are costing. And, and when we look at our income and the expenses that we have with that 90 day expense tracker, we're able to get a really good picture about where the money is actually going. And this is going to be a really, really critical step, Kelly. So I want to make sure everyone understands this. We're going to assess where all of our money is going in the last 90 days. So we're going to get that average number. And then we're going to see how much money we're making, how much is going out. And then we're able to see, am I just spending more than I make, which is a common problem? Am I actually making quite a bit of money, but I'm just spending it in frivolous areas that I don't need to be spending in, or I don't even realize that I'm spending in? And that'll bring us to our last step, Kelly. We're going to create a plan to eliminate that stressor. And so we remember, we wanted to increase our savings. We're going to look at all of the spending in our 90 day expense tracker, and we're going to see where can we pull money? What items can we reduce our spending in? And we're going to actually start building our savings with that money. We're not going to start paying off debt with that money. We're not going to start paying extra towards the car payment with that money. We are just going to be piling it in the corner, whether it's a savings account or an external savings account, whatever it is. And we're just going to be saving that cash to build that emergency fund. That way we can reduce that stress of just not having enough savings in mm -hmm. our bank account. Okay. Yes, I like this. It's breaking it down one problem at a time. 
Maybe we do have debt, but maybe that thing about not having a backup plan is absolutely stressing you to the max. So take care of it and start finding those little things. And you'll, I don't know, you might be surprised. People do this different, right? Like my parents were the people that knew where every single penny went. My mom had it out to the detail. This was groceries. This was gas. If she was up by a cent, she would sit there for hours till she found it. Now she was a professional banker. So she was never, she never took her a long time to find that money. But for me, that has never been my forte. So I look at my bank account every day and I watch. And all I do is I kind of total it up over here and I sort of total it up over there. But I don't really pay attention a lot of the times, like if I'm just going to go out for lunch, like I don't necessarily write that down. And then I go, oops, that was $35 I didn't plan on. Exactly. I think it's really important that everybody creates and sticks to a plan that works for them. So Kelly, in our house, we do look at every single penny, but we have an app that does it automatically for us. It syncs with our bank account. Um, I often also coach people that just have like five categories and it's just like bills, um, household things, um, kids things, and then other things, right? Whatever you want it to be. And then you can just have general ideas of how much you're spending in those four categories. You don't have to break it down to the level that some people might have or how much you spend on toilet paper. And so everybody's a little bit different, but the trick is to figure out a system that works for you. And if you have a spouse that you share money with you and your spouse, um, and just stick with it because sticking with Kelly, you with a system that you're doing is going to be so much more beneficial than just ignoring it because you think that you're not doing it correctly or you're not doing it good enough. And so it's really important to just find a plan that works for you. Um, This is personal finance. After all, this is very personal for everybody and it's different for everybody, but whatever works for you, you're going to have some success at when you have success with something, you're going to stick to it. And so it's really important to just trial and error, figure out how you want to track your money, how you want to um, check in with your spouse, how you want to kind of reduce some of these stressors. But um, the point is you just want to do something that, you know, you can do over a long period of time that you can stick with. um, And that's something that feels good to you. Yeah. And then, you know, when you like, you know, you may want to say, okay, what is our goal for this savings account, right? What are we, how much are we trying to save before we move on to the next, I don't know, next issue? Maybe it's a debt issue. Uh, Are we going to stop at 5,000? Are we just trying to get 2,000 in there? I mean, you have to set your, your goals. Absolutely. And when you first get started, it might be overwhelming to set goals for this initial stressor, right? Because you're thinking, I can't even, for the savings example, right? You're like, I can't even, I don't have any savings. If I have $100 in my savings account, I'm impressed or I'm transferring it over pretty quickly. Um, So maybe if you have a goal of $5,000 in your saving, maybe that's going to be a little overwhelming. And it's going to be something that you don't know that you can achieve, right? So maybe Mm -hmm. you just want to start just saving in general, promising yourself that you're not going to touch it. And then once you get some traction, once you see that you can actually do it and there's $300 in there, there's $500 in there. Next thing you know, you have a thousand dollars in there. Then you can, maybe that's a good time to set a goal say, okay, I'm proving that I can do this. I'm going to stop at $5,000. And that's just going to give me enough money where I don't have to keep always adding things to my credit card. Because Kelly, if you think about it, we don't have unlimited spending with our credit cards either. And so the plan to use your credit cards as an emergency fund will only work so far until they're all maxed out. No one's going to give you any more credit anymore. And so we're going to have to figure this out anyway. And so you might as well do that before all your cards are maxed where you can still use your cards as a buffer if you absolutely need them. 
but let's just start with a little bit of a goal at a time. And then once we get that $5,000 in savings, maybe we're like, gee whiz, I know it's not three to six months of an emergency fund like people suggest, but maybe I want to start tackling my debt now. I have a little bit of savings in the bank. I feel a little bit more confident. I know that if the cat has to go to the vet or if I need to take my car in, the five grand will probably cover it. And so now I want to reduce some of that debt so I can save some money on the interest that I'm paying. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited about, there's some things that I'm like, slow, I pay them every month. So now my credit score is like getting really high. Like it's the highest it's ever been right now. I love that. Oh, right? congrats. But <clears throat> it's also, you know, I don't get to do a lot because that's my goal. I'm trying to do that, but I can't wait for the day where I can just say, okay, I've got that one paid off and I'm going to take this money and pay off the next little thing. And so it starts really blowing up. And so that stuff starts disappearing quicker. Exactly. And you'll get to the point where um, maybe you have some debts that you also don't really care about, Kelly, and that's totally fine. I know some people that I work with, they have student loans and it's a, not a horrible interest rate and it doesn't yeah. stress them out making the monthly payments. And so they're just like, I'm just going to keep paying them. And when they're paid off, they're paid off because I'd rather use some of the money today to either invest in my 401k, to make sure the kids get a vacation every year, to make sure that I'm taking care of my spouse. Right. And so this is, again, it's all personal. You really have to decide what you want to do with your money. I always just tell clients, let's, let's make sure that we're taking care of the now, the near and the future. And so what are you doing today to enjoy life a little bit more? Are you making sure that you go out to eat every once in a while? Are you, you know, buying a new jacket if you don't have one or you lost it or your yours is like hanging on by threads. And <laughs> so make sure you're, you're spending a little bit of money today. Um, we don't know how long we have on this planet and we, um, money isn't going to be around forever. Right. Make right. sure that you have a little money for the near. And so do you want to have that family vacation this year? Do you want to make sure that you're um, buying your kids like the best Christmas this year or somebody has a golden birthday? Um, so that's going to be the near is keeping an eye on that kind of stuff. And then the future is that retirement and um, the long-term savings plans so that we don't have to work um, past the age that we really want to work. If we can get started on this a little bit earlier, it'll buy us a little bit of extra time. Your website, kellyshowstrom.com. I revisit it again because I do every year about this time when I'm starting to get ready for tax season. And I say, okay, I've got January behind me now and I'm going to go back and I'm going to revisit some of those free documents that you have on your website, which is really nice. So people go to your website, they can find that. So you probably see me in the million, million times because I sign up with my email and then I get access to your free stuff. <laughs> yeah, we. Um, I have people all the time that are re-downloading new things. And I eventually just put it in a freebie library. So all the resources are in there at once. So if you forget your password, that's okay. You can always sign up again or you can request a new password. But all the tools are in there and the interviews that I do with other experts are in there. And um, I'm constantly growing that library. And so the tools that Kelly and I talk about on a weekly basis here are always going to be in there. The 90-day expense tracker, like we said today, to assess your finances, to make sure that you're on track, to figure out how much you're spending in what areas. That's all going to be in there. There's going to be other tools as well to help Help you with their finances, but the key is to just get started. And so don't take off uh, or don't take on too much at once. You want to just take on one thing at a time, slowly by slowly, gain a little bit of confidence and then move on to the next item. So there's a question not related to anything. You said that you, you have a program. It's an app that actually balances your checkbook to the penny for you. What can I ask the app, what the app yeah. is? Yeah, of course. So I use YNAB. It's called You Need a Budget. Um, so Y-N-A-B. And you do have to pay for this app. Um, it's probably the only app that I pay for. Um, there's an annual fee. 
And I don't even pay for 99 cent apps, but I pay for this app. And so um, there is a little bit of a commitment to it. And the reason why they want you to sign up for a year is because then you can actually give it a try and you can, you know, if you sign up for one month at a time and you quit and you never do it again, but if you pay for a year, you maybe actually stick with it. And so there are other free apps out there that you can use. Mint is a, is a, is a good ish one I'm going to say, but um, the key is to just kind of maybe get started with a free app. And then once you're in it and you're, you're loving it and you're ready to keep going, then maybe you can find a better tool for you that costs a little bit of money. Good idea. Kelly, thank you so much for being here. It's Kelly Showstrom. You can learn more about Kelly. You can book calls with her. You can find out where she's speaking at kellyshowstrom.com. 